What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people also love it. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome to you. Can with us. Did you feel a hesitation in my bell ringing? Well, I feel like it's not every episode that you use it. Well, because now in this new house, the where I podcast is in the next room to where Ben is sleeping. Mm. And even though he has the sound machine and mm-hmm. it's probably impossible that I could wake him up, I still am. I have a little yeah. pullback yeah. in the bell ringing. No, because you can't mess with the sleep of a baby. No. You just no. can't. You can't risk it. So I can't blame you for that. Any sort of hesitation is warranted. Who are you? That's what you always ask me when I, I know. Forget. Well, I know. Who uh, are you? I'm Ashley. And I'm Colleen. And what are you sipping on? You're about to take a sip right now. What is it? I pulled the ash of prior Prego days when you weren't pregnant of bringing the whole bottle with me upstairs. Smart. Smart. Yeah. So I'm a few glasses in to... This is a bottle that Lin- Lindy, our friend Lindy, was in town. She went wine tasting and she picked me up a bottle. Oh, that was nice. She's a very thoughtful person. She made us this book with like Ben. It was for Ben, like how his name was created, like a little book telling, you know, with customized for his name. Wow. And uh, I felt like a... Anyway, I, Ben's really into this toy that's like a little remote, you know, that I bought on Amazon. But yeah. It's like his favorite thing. So I knew Lindy was coming into town. So I bought one for Tula. Yeah. So she, I hand her this like remote that I didn't wrap, you know, and she hands me this customized book that's so nice and a bottle of wine. She's really good. And I'm... She's anyway. really thoughtful. You're also very good, P.S., like the best gift giver as well. Anyway, this is, and I need to up my game there. This is Saffron Fields 2016 Pinot Noir oh, from Yamhill. I've never even heard of that. Oh, yeah, It's good. Okay. It's delicious. I Saffron Fields was the winery. Yeah, it's really, really good. You know what I can't wait to do is go wine Tell tasting me. again. I can't. I, I literally cannot wait for that. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, by the way, you've also asked me. A few times in as we've been voice memoing back and forth, and I always forget to respond. Yeah, um, about if you want to come down here in January for my birthday, and if it would be too are you much up for, for me. that or no? Yes, you are. But up I was for thinking that. by I me avoiding answering. Yeah, that you're probably thinking like, oh, she doesn't want me to come, but I she's was not thinking that. answering. Yeah, and I just have forgotten, and I've thought so many times like I need to tell her. Yes, it's fine, it's fine, and then I just forget. Well, you know, but truth yeah. be told, right before we hit record, I thought about asking you again. Yeah, and then I thought, no, just tomorrow text her if you wanted me to mail the snoo to you because I know oh, I need to get that yeah. snoo back. Yeah. We need to plan for when Ashley has baby boy and do some pre-recordings and also celebrate the hell out of your birthday. Like, yeah. which well, I mean, can't get, I don't know how we will I don't find know what a celebrate way. the hell. It's like when you're, you know, nine months <laughs> pregnant. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. We'll forge a path. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Great. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you're on board for that because I yes. was thinking about that a few times and I thought, yeah. you know, it's okay if you're not up for it. I can totally understand. Yeah, but I am. That'll be fine. We'll just have to talk details. Okay. So that will be the next time we see each other face to face, I think, in January. Because we were talking about wine tasting and then this uh-huh. trick, this is what popped up. So was oh, were yeah. you thinking 
How was the, where was the connection there? Were you thinking like, I don't know if this is a great connection, but yeah. I'm planning a team. This is maybe I can't think for sure how I got there, but this is what I'm thinking happened in my brain right there. Yeah. I'm planning a team retreat and I'm trying to put events together. Mm. And one of the things that I wanted to do was do wine tasting with the team. And so then I started thinking about all these people flying in. And then I thought about you flying in and how I hadn't told you that you oh. should fly in. Okay. I think is how that happened. Where it connected in my mind was you yeah. were thinking wine tasting. And then you thought, who else could I wine taste with other yeah. than Colleen? I need to be with Colleen. Colleen, come to Arizona. Yes. That's how yes. I connected it in my brain. But I want to wine taste in Oregon because yeah. wine tasting in Arizona is like... I was going to say, is that a thing? No. Oh. You know what we should do, Call? Tell me. We should do a girl's w- getaway. We should do something with this. I've never been to Napa or Sonoma. Yeah. I also have heard Walla Walla, Washington is supposed to have very good wine. I've heard that as well. And I've never been and I've always wanted to go. And I've also heard that that's a really fun place to kick it. Maybe we should plan. Didn't someone reach out to us and say, hey, I'd love to plan a retreat with for you guys and your SIP squad? Yeah. Maybe yeah, we I should ask her about her planning back. like a wine tasting thing somewhere. Walla Walla. She sip mentioned a, a cruise, but I'm not down. I'm not interested in a cruise. I don't like cruises. No. If <laughs> we went back to her like, hey, scratch the Bahamas. Can you talk Walla Walla to yeah. us? She's like, what? Yeah. But it feels fitting to do like a sip squad when it has to do yeah. with sipping with wineries, you know? Next summer. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Let's do something next summer. Yeah. Yeah. So stay Great. with us, guys. Good thing coming. We also need to figure <laughs> yeah. out uh, and we'll firm this up soon, but we need to f- firm up the Taylor Swift oh, uh, yeah, concert do. ticket giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have thought regularly about how exciting that's going to be to be in the pit. Like I cannot Very, wait. very exciting. I have not been able to think about it because I had that event this weekend. And mm-hmm. now that I'm thinking about it, I'm very excited. <laughs> that's good. That is good. Okay. We have some hangover topics. Several episodes ago, I sent was out... That a, was that an intentional ding? That Yeah. What did oh, it that sound was like? Very no, I mean, <laughs> I thought you accidentally hit it. It was very tame. Yes, but we've I already covered that. I pressed it so slowly, <laughs> so gently. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. No, that's it's really um, inciting excitement for sure among the <laughs> listeners. Okay, I can't find the message. Oh, good. But somebody, several episodes ago, we talked about the new KFC sandwich. Oh, that right. Is two glazed donuts sandwiching a piece of fried chicken. Uh huh. We sent out the squad. What do you call it? On the a mission. squad. If you live in these areas to try it, no responses. Either we don't have listeners in those areas or whatever. Finally, like a couple days ago, we got a response and I can't find the message. Wow. But they went to try it. And there was video, there was detailed description. <gasps> Bottom line, they said it was bomb. And oh. they described the hot chicken kind of melting some of the inside of the glazed donut and the glaze dripping onto the fried chicken. Wow. The other thing I've thought about is I get kind of anxiety eating big sandwiches or like things like that okay. that are just a lot to put in your mouth you know you gotta like yeah and then really gotta i don't uh-huh. the perfect sandwich for me or perfect thing is like something that is just not too difficult to eat right you don't have to open so wide you yeah. can just you know right this seems messy to me mm-hmm. i feel like i'd have to do a lot of finger licking 
-hmm. It seems like it could be too large in size. And I also get anxiety with one glazed donut when the glaze flakes off like onto my lap or in other places. So how much missed glaze opportunity is going to happen with two donuts going nuts. Is that where your anxiety comes from, that you're missing glaze? That it's creating mess. I'm a very tidy, slow eater. Okay, it's the mess. Mm -hmm. This wouldn't happen. You are a very tidy, slow eater. This wouldn't happen to you. You wouldn't care if the glaze was going everywhere. Like when you eat it and it cracks like everywhere, you wouldn't try and get the glaze back. Mm -mm. No, I'd probably just brush it off on my, my lap onto the floor of wherever I was sitting. Really? If it was my house, fine. Really? It goes on no. the carpet. What yeah. about in your car? Would you just f- f- same. <gasps> I mean, if there was some big, ch- I don't know. I don't think I would really be thinking about it. Wow. If it was a massive situation, then I would probably open the car door and try to take my lap out first, you know, so that everything went on the ground. Yeah. But the thing about glaze is that's going to stick into your jeans or your pants or whatever. It's not like dust that's going to fly off. It's going to mm. like. When it's hardened, when you when you eat it and it cracks off and it's like the hard glaze. Yeah. But this I mean, KFC, honestly, if it was big cracks, I would try to pick them up and that's eat That's what them I would again. do. That would be my first. Yeah. But not for the mess purposes, but for the I don't want to waste any glaze purposes. Yeah. You for know? me, it's a dual purpose. You clean it up yeah. and you eat it up. But then also yeah. there's another move of holding whatever bag you get and kind of, you know, dusting you sweep your finger across to get it into the bag that's what i like the lap first get out and flake off outside approach yeah yeah i don't like getting i don't know i don't like if things are like really well i don't like if things are really juicy and like they get all over me but if i have a wet nap i don't really care Mm. and now that i have a kid I kind of always have a wet nap, you know? Wet naps bring a sense of safety and security, and I'm on board with that, too. Okay. They really do. What on earth? Okay. What (laughs) on earth? Okay. Under our intro, you know how I write notes out, like, very detailed. Yeah. I wrote somebody's name, and I forgot why. Let me search our email and see if this person wrote us an email. I think... Jill. I wrote down Jill's name. Oh, okay. This is part of a thing. We got this email that I really liked and I'd like to shout it out because at first I thought it was an Astagram. Oh, is this the review of the week? No, it's just an email. I guess we could skip. Okay. The the, the subject line said, attention, <laughs> you are robbing me. And I thought, oh, here we go. Anastagram, robbing oh. someone of their time or whatever. And then furthermore, the email starts with, let's start on a positive note, like that it's going to go negative. Oh, oh like it's going to get negative. She yeah. said she loves us both so much. But then she goes on and she says, I wanted to let you know that I'm constantly buying all the things you girls talk about. Like basically she's going mm. broke as a joke. She's got all these things arriving Yikes. all the time. And she said, I trust you both more than you know. Wow. Love you both, Jill. And there's quite a bit more, but I really appreciate nice emails like this, you guys. We don't always have the chance to respond to every single one we try, but don't let that hold you back from sending something because we see it and we appreciate you. Speaking of appreciation, should we get to our review of the week? (laughs) Yeah, good. Good. Get that little thing going. Yeah. Oh, I liked this one. This is from... good. That's why you picked it. J. Paul's 6719... 
Subject, help, exclamation, I'm addicted, exclamation. Safe to say that I am obsessed. Obsessed is in all caps. You guys know I like caps, exclamation mark. I have binged in all caps all of the episodes, laughing out loud at every one of them. I even talk about Ash and Call so much my husband tells other people that I'm obsessed. Can't get enough. I like there's proof somehow in how much she enjoys this because her husband is bringing this up in small talk right. with random people. Proofs right. in the put-in that J. Paul's 6719 is a ride or die and J. Paul's 6719, I appreciate you. Thank you for leaving a nice review. We salute you. Mm-hmm. I just, as was you were reading that, I had an idea about the uh, Taylor Swift situation. Tell me. What if we somehow could track people who refer got the most people to join patreon and become soul sippers how do they prove it i don't know that's the thing is we gotta honor honor system no we can't do the honor system people are not trustworthy enough for you know when taylor swift's on the line you people pull some shady shit i know i would remember when you were a kid and like you had to do fundraisers and we always had to sell C's chocolate. We get these like bars of C's oh, chocolate. Yes. And I'd always, yes. I'd have the boxes of chocolates in my room and I would eat in my bedroom. Like mm-hmm. I'd pay for so that it all checked right. out at the end with the money. <laughs> right. But I'd put a buck right. in my little manila envelope and I'd, I'd go in yeah. on those like toffee yeah, yourself ones. Chocolate. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. God, those are so good. This is like a fundraiser, like not a fundraiser, but you got to go out and promo patreon yeah i don't know know how we prove it we're gonna have to vet that one out but i I know how like oh i know how every time someone signs up for patreon we get an email that's like joe schmo just signed up for patreon it'll say the name Mm -hmm. and so if that person you know says i got these five people to sign up and they send us their names of the people vet it out yeah i can cross check it and vet it out yeah yeah that's a great that's great Okay. okay yeah so what do they have until the end of november or something well the thing is in so the deal is is we have to get 1500 patrons right now we're just over at a thousand we're just over a thousand so uh-huh. we need in order for us to give away the taylor swift tickets and not sell them and i'm talking through this live for the first time with colleen yeah, this is great <laughs> so you guys are hearing it <laughs> but i thought about it after our last podcast it was kind of a hangover okay. too yeah. But I thought it doesn't make sense for us to just give away because it's the those tickets are I think they were like two something each, two twenty, two yeah. something oh, yeah. each. So we have to have the goal should be we get to fifteen hundred patrons. So we have yeah. to get, you know, so once that happens, once we're at fifteen hundred patrons, it's either gotta be like February or fifteen hundred patrons. Like we gotta make a call at some point, you know. Or maybe not. Maybe it's just once we get to fifteen hundred patrons, then we then we give these away yeah right yeah and whoever has referred the most patrons gets the tickets right which means first and foremost you yourself as you're listening to this you need to go sign up yeah patreon.com slash you can sit with us p-a-t-r-e-o-n yeah get two episodes a week tuesdays and fridays okay you know what i mean yeah i need to start writing because i had some hangover topics too but i can't remember any of them but i'm gonna start writing them down dude you know what though okay so we're recording a little early you guys we're recording on a monday night in our real time tomorrow our episode with erica the medium comes out but we're recording for the next week right now so realistically Mm -hmm. we're probably gonna have so many hangovers because Every time yeah. we have Erica on, or we've only had her on um, one time, but everybody writes in because it's like so good and they have so many thoughts and so many stories and so many cool things. And so 
it's probably like the next week that we're going to have all of Erica's hangover stuff and it's going to be bomb. I mean, but is that going to be too late? Because if it's no. too late, maybe we should just hang over on Instagram. Okay, yeah, fine. Or on Patreon. You know what I mean? Like on our Instagram stories or on Patreon. Yeah. We'll just hang over Erica on I want to hear people's connections and stories. But I feel like if it's two weeks later, I don't know if that's like relevant. Well, that's what anyway, we'll do. Whatever. We'll hang over on it on the Friday episode. That's already right. happened. So also on Patreon, we have so we're going to give you some spooky stories today of you can spook with us. But call said we got like just so many. So So we're going to bring a bonus episode. So every Friday we drop, but we're going to drop an extra episode on Halloween on the 31st of just straight spooky, spooky stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't wait for soul sippers. Ash. Do you want to know something what? that really spooks me? What? Like so much. What spooks you? What is the biggest spook? How much I love my Rothies. <laughs> <laughs> that is spooky for sure. Guys, if you haven't heard of Rothy shoes, it's going to scare you how much you need them in your life and how much you're going to love them. They have quickly grown to the most loved, gotta have them brand It's no surprise they have over a thousand nearly perfect reviews. You guys, when Rothy's decided to partner with us, I got to tell you, they tell you like, hey, read something like personal endorsement wise. And I couldn't Mm -hmm. wait to come on and talk about my experience with them. Their shoes are so comfortable. They're so cute. cute. They're so cute. That's the thing. It's the one two punch, the cute and the comfy. And I, you know, I have a problem with wearing like flats and slip on shoes because my feet stink them up. They really do. Oh, yeah. These Mm -hmm. are washable. You guys, it doesn't matter. Throw them right in the machine. What you do to them, because when you wash them, they're going to be brand freaking new. And when they're brand new, they still fit your, I mean, they feel amazing. Like if you get them right out of the box, they, there's no break in period. Uh, you just slip them on and go. They're ultra comfortable right from the start. I mean, the Yahoo editor recently said that they're the most comfortable flats I've ever owned. And I really, frankly, I couldn't agree more. Plus on top of that, they are made mm. from recycled plastic water bottles, Preach. which that was actually, that reminds me the hangover topic I was going to talk about. So I'll remind me about this call okay. after we finish this ad. Okay. But as we've talked about saving the planet, hi, Rothy's welcome. You're doing your part. Thank you very much. They've diverted over 35 million water bottles from landfills already. Guys, check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash sip. Go to rothys.com slash sip to get your favorite new flats, comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash sip today. That is R-O-T-H. You didn't say that, right? Oh, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com. Dot. Com slash yeah, we have to sip. say that because we got in trouble with another company that we didn't do the exact thing. We're in agile. So <laughs> we're in agile. <laughs> okay. So what I wanted to tell you guys was, and you know how we've been talking about potentially going vegetarian this month, which have you done that at all? No. Cause it, wait, no, I forgot. Maybe November. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it in November. We made a big thing about it and Maybe. then I forgot. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, here's, here's an update to that. I, I listened to this podcast from Oprah Super Soul Conversations with Susie Amos Cameron. Okay. She's James Cameron's wife, who's like the director or whatever of Avatar. There's an episode that 
is called Susie Amos Cameron One Meal a Day. Well, hold on. Hey, you got the iPhone 11. I don't know. And just notice the three holes. You like it? Yeah. Cool. Mm, All right. Yeah, moving on. It's fine. October 15th, 2019. So they are now full vegans. They had a farm. They were trying to be very sustainable, eating organic, doing all these things. Anyway, her concept, this one meal a day, is replacing one meal a day with non-animal products. So even if it's like breakfast, instead of using, you know, dairy cow's milk, use almond milk or whatever. So just one meal a day, which makes it so much more manageable Mm -hmm. to cut down. But anyway, and all the people in the beef industry that hate our guts already, listen to this episode. I mean, the proof is in the pudding with the science of the facts of what that would do. And I'm not saying cut out all beef and I'm not saying cut out all animal products. This is one meal a day to do our part and what the difference that would make. So anyways, guys, go check out that podcast. I also have a hangover. As we were reading the Rothy's ad, my mom, who listens to the podcast, hi, mom, she texted me, I'm surprised you didn't mention candy corn as one of your Halloween favorites. This is controversial because I know a lot of people hate candy corn. Very controversial. As I was growing up, I, every Halloween, got the branches, like packet of Halloween candy corn pumpkins. Like, not just a candy corn, but like the fat little pumpkins with the stem. That's like, I looked forward to those so much and I would pop those pumpkins and I actually want to go get some. And I'm surprised I forgot about that too. And mom, fair call out. Thank you. However, those were very, very, very rarely given in your bag. No, they don't. They weren't. Those were a store-bought item that was Safeway and like the bucket. You know when you so walk in and they're like in the bucket. that's why you did that. Yeah, that's true. Because to be fair, the thing was favorite Halloween candy that should have been on the list, but our brains were thinking about... Trick-or-treating. Trick-or-treating. Yeah. Probably. There is an explanation. That's probably why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can explain this away. <laughs> Thank God. But... Yes, let's make an ode to those. And I don't like the regular candy corn. I did like the pumpkins, not as much as you like them, it sound like. Oh, I loved them. Yeah. You know those things like when you're growing up that you just really looked forward to? Like food or meals or whatever. We should do a segment. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I really looked forward to that as a kid. We were just talking over on Patreon about the show Euphoria and how terrifying it is. And that reinforced a lot of anxiety i have about ben growing up Mm -hmm. thank you speaking of things getting terrifying should we get spooky (laughs) it's time to get spooky ash yeah i got some spooky ones for you oh my gosh did you did you have to play jazz music again while going through these true story and calm yourself down there actually was jazz music playing as I was yeah. finding these, because now yeah. when I say, Alexa, play me some music, I don't think I have a robot in this room, but they're usually everywhere and then they start doing things. But now she's like, oh, here's jazz from Christopher's Pandora. Oh, she knows. <laughs> yeah, she knows. Yeah. All right. Is your password still the same you as know it, it was years ago? Oh, you know it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a part of it, you guys. That's guys, how much she likes. Called me out. Yeah. Guys, yeah. I was in the band growing up. I was in marching band. I was in band. And if you know my one pa- I probably shouldn't say this, but here we go. If you know my one password, you could hack into my whole life. It's real bad. Colleen, you uh, need to fix that. I know. Because there are hackers everywhere and I just they will try to get up. your shit. I know. What you, have I done? You don't even have to say that in order to open yourself up. Like they yeah. go after everybody. I'm fucked. 
Chad, yeah, spook that whole careful. area. Spook this this whole thing so spooky. What we're talking about right now, yeah. hackers. This, no, people the, are going to be terrified. I hope the music's been playing over this whole thing with all the like. But screaming I'm saying, even if everything. the hackers aren't listening, they're still trying to get you, and they're oh, going to yeah. get you, and then they're going to get all of you, and you're going to go down in a ball of flames. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna you need to take care of that. Uh-huh. Okay. Get Chris on it. He probably has a better password situation. He probably does. Except actually, he doesn't because I know his password to everything. He's just as bad as me. He's had one password his whole life and I know it. And I, yeah. Here's, that's the app though. That's the app you need. You need the app one password. It's, that's what I use. It's my password manager. I don't know any of my passwords. I'm going to literally none because they're like 125 characters and I just copy and paste and they're all different and I don't know any of them. I just texted Chris. Are you texting him? Ash is yelling at me to use one password. I'm delegating this to you. Okay. Yeah, you guys need it. You need a password manager. Okay. All right. Time to get spooky. Better safe than sorry. Okay. Yeah. Remember- Let's get spooky. <laughs> Do you think that- he just wrote that? <laughs> what did he say? Tell her to suck your. Hey. Well, you know what? You know who's gonna be groveling to me when you guys get hacked and fucked over hardcore? We're get hacked. Yeah. This is. Then serious. you're gonna be sucking. Then he's really gonna be sucking my. You know what? <laughs> it's true. It's true. You're going to get the last laugh for sure. Okay, here we go. I am. Except I won't be laughing. I'll be so sad for you. I'll be spooked. Okay, here we go. Remember how two episodes ago we were talking about that scary story and there's been a lot of hospital scary stories. The guy calling the call button. Or not the guy, but like... Oh, yeah. Of course I remember that. The empty room. Yeah, the room. Well, there was another... There's been so many hospital spooky stories. There was another one that we'll say over on Patreon on the spooky episode with like a guy who was dead in the room and their call button was going off. Anyway, here's another hospital scary story from Andrea Kiever. Hi there. Was listening to the pod today and you were talking about how many scary stories were coming from hospitals. I work in an older hospital and we I have goosebumps already reading this because this one's really spooky. I work in an older hospital and we have frequent visits from two little girls. Supposedly, back in the 50s, two little girls died in the hospital within a very short period of time. They have been spotted by many staff members, especially at night, and they can often be heard playing and giggling together. (laughs) The creepiest part of this story is that when we have a patient who is getting close to death, they will often report seeing two little girls (gasps) or asking what the little girls are doing in their rooms. When the staff hears this, we can be sure that the patient will be passing shortly. Really? Hope you enjoyed. Love the pod. A double fister soul sister from the start. Oh my gosh. <gasps> Isn't that creepy? Wow. Yeah, that's very, 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 very creepy. These ones that spook me the most are the ones that are like the whole staff knows this. Multiple patients have said it. It's like yeah. highly vetted yes. out. You know, so but they're not afraid. So it's like the girls are there to comfort those patients maybe. or something. Yeah, or like what Erica said, just like energy. There's like not stuck energy, maybe, but the impression is so big or something. Maybe they're guiding these patients or just yeah. P.S. The spookiest thing that I've heard so far though is Erica's story. That was so legit. But she also it could be because of the way she told it. Like she yeah. was a very good storyteller. Anyway, you know yes. how she said the Ouija board was going M A M A M A M A M A. Yes, 
So with Ben lately, I've been doing like, because he says, it sounds like he's saying mama when he's hungry. Uh It's just the way his voice is. Like he's not saying mom, but I reinforce it. I'm like, yeah, mama, mama. So then I say, say mama, mama, mama. And it was after we recorded with Erica that I said that to him. And I just got goosebumps everywhere because the first thing I thought of was her story. It's going to take a little bit to shake that one. That one was creepy. It was creepy. Ouija boards are no joke. In fact, before yeah. we end this month, if you have a Ouija board story, send it and we'll read it over on Patreon. Wait, they have to do it so fast. So fast. Because, because wait, yo, on Patreon. Yeah, on Patreon. Because you're going to hear this on the 29th. Yeah. So if you have a Ouija board story and you're hearing this, you better send it in the next 24 hours. Yeah. Basically. And we'll read it over on Patreon because we're going to do a whole yeah. spooky story thing over there. Okay. Next one is from Carrie. Hey ladies, spooky story for you. When my son was a baby, he was teething pretty badly and would often wake up in the middle of the night crying. One night I was sleeping with him in the bed and my husband was sleeping on the couch. The baby woke up and was in pain. So I went into the kitchen to get the baby Motrin. When I got there, I heard a loud male voice behind me right in my ear ask, you all right? I jumped 10 feet in the air, ready to smack my husband for startling me, but there was no one there. I was freaked (gasps) out. I hugged my son and grabbed the Motrin and decided to yell out a quick, we're fine, before heading back to the bed. I don't know how I fell back asleep that night. I know. That is, oh my God. Okay. Like, cause you're already kind of like, I always get this weird feeling that I'm not alone sometimes and I totally Uh, am in my head about it. I can't shake that one. Uh But you like get up to help your kid with something, you know, and then you hear a voice in your ear. So here, Uh, my stomach actually hurts from that. It's about to get worse. The next day I told my husband. Wait, that's not over? Oh my gosh. Okay. It's getting worse. The next day I told my husband what happened and he looked at me wide eyed and said, I heard that voice too. He thought he'd been dreaming. Guys, the guy who lived in the house before us died in it. It must have been him. I didn't feel like we were in danger. I do feel like it was a grandpa-type person person literally asking if my son was okay, but doesn't change the fact that it scared the shit out of me. Love you guys. Keep doing what you do. XOXO. Carrie. I wonder if he came back other times. Oh, now, I don't like that. Even yeah. if he's... That's the thing. Like, she said they're not trying to scare you, but... How do you not? Right. Right. And what would he have done if she was like, no, I'm not okay? What would he have, what would the spirit have done? It made me feel reading this like that, that spirit, the spirit world's so close. Like, oh, it's like an overlay or something. Like his energy just stayed in his house or his spirit, he didn't move on. Like it stayed in his house. And did he just feel like he's close enough to help? Yeah. That just, I don't know. That's scary. Okay, here we go. We got a voicemail. Hi, ladies. My name is Jessica, and I love listening to your podcast. I just want to throw that out there. First and foremost, keep doing what you do, and you guys are awesome. One of my most favorite parts of the week. But I do have a bit of a spooky story for you. My friend has been told by several mediums that she is one that has spirits frequently attached to her. For whatever reason, she's very, very sensitive. And at one point, we were roommates. And I recall... A time whenever me and my best friend were in the home, it was just us two. Um, I had recently moved in and was moving boxes into the basement and closed the door, went upstairs, and we were getting ready to leave again. And I could hear somebody talking. 
But I had just assumed that it was the TV in the living room. Uh, so, you know, we were in the kitchen at that point. Thought it was the TV in the living room. It was not. <laughs> and my best friend, we went into the living room to put on my shoes. And at that point, it had kind of left my mind. It was in the back of my mind. Uh, and she said, do you hear somebody talking? And I looked at her. And she looked at me, and we both at the same time heard a man's voice. It was very, very muffled, and it sounded like it was coming from the basement. So I went to go check out the basement. Nothing there. Totally what? Freaked of out. course she did. But it was super scary. It was really creepy and weird. I never had anything else happen further from that. Um, but the girl that I was living with one time, she was bringing in groceries, and a man's voice whispered in her ear, do you need help with those? So it's just very interesting. Um, anywhere that she has lived, she has always had weird things happening, very spiritual, weird things happening to her. So that's my spooky story. Hope you guys have a good day. Oh, I don't like Another that. man. I don't ask like that at all. Hey, you need help? Hey, are you all right? Hey. Hey. I don't need help. Are you good? Get out of hey, here. Hey, spirits, we're good. No, I was good until you <laughs> were a spirit in my ear. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. yeah. It's right. like I was good till you ruined my whole life, and I'm writing into a podcast <laughs> yeah, about it. Now I'm second guessing everything. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, that's really scary. Call. What? I don't get that affected by these, and I'm getting very affected by these. Yeah, I got it. You want another one? Fine. Okay, here we go. This How many more of these are we doing? I need to prepare myself. Three. You got it. You good? Three more. Are you want to do two? Wow. One. Take some over to Patreon. What do you want to do? Yeah, we got to do our two sips. All right, one more. I'm one more. Very spooked. One more. This is from okay, our friend more. Megan, <gasps> and uh, this one is also super spooky. Makeup Megan. Makeup Megan because it's someone that we know. This is something that was experienced by her two whole family, actually. Okay. Hello, my lovely friends. I have a doozy in all caps of a ghost story for you. I'm still not over it, but I feel like you need to know it. I'm going to summarize a little bit of this, but they were on a family vacation in Galloway, Ireland. It was a family vacation, a little fisherman's town, basically in the middle of nowhere. We pull up to our rental house and it was nothing short of an effing nightmare. It is a tiny little cottage of a house sitting on top of a small hill, no other houses in sight. That in and of itself is actually creepy. Scary. Yeah. Donkey in the front yard, creepy old swing that was tucked under an old creaky tree. It was psycho, hated every second of it. Anyways, they get settled in, had dinner, explored the town a little, came home, went to bed. My two little sisters and I were sharing a room, our brothers in another, and our parents in the room across the house from us. We all tried to fall asleep, but it was hard because of how creepy this house was. It smelled. Mm -hmm. Every move you made sent creaks through the whole house. Her sisters, she had two little sisters, and I were wide awake. All of a sudden, we hear tennis balls bouncing in the back courtyard area, followed by the sounds of two little girls laughing. <laughs> WTF, right? About two minutes later, our little brothers came running into our room and asked us if we heard it too. We were all sitting there in silence, waiting to hear it again, when all of a sudden, we hear someone walking down the hallway in what we called squishy boots. They sounded like big men's boots that were soaking wet. They stomped up and down the hallway all night, in between hearing the tennis balls and laughter. 
Needless to say, our brothers crammed into our tiny little room and slept in there with us for the rest of our time there. The next morning, we asked our parents and they heard it too. And they said yes. Unfortunately, we had to stay there another three nights and every single night the same thing. Tennis balls, laughing, and squishy boots. On our final day, thank God, we followed the instructions to start a load of towels, start the dishwasher, strip the beds. As we started taking off the sheets to the bed, we all noticed the same thing at the same time. All the mattresses had dried blood all over them (gasps) and were stuffed with either horse hair or human hair. We didn't stay there long enough to find out. We raced out of the place and never looked back. I didn't really believe in ghosts until this happened. You both know Hannah, so ask her to confirm this really happened. But this was the creepiest thing to date I've ever experienced. Love you two. Megan. What the hell? So we don't have any answers? Who? Where is this dried blood from? And why is there animal hair in the mattress? Or human hair. I need hair. answers. Yeah, we're not going to get them. Well, I don't understand that. How is it horse or human? Because horse hair is very different than human hair. Well, maybe we need to actually see if they can get the rental information and we should do detective work. Okay, like, but by we, you mean you'll go stay there. I will have no, nothing to do with no, that place. We're taking yeah, a I'm trip n- to Ireland together. To Actually, I was going to bring no, up a topic I'm not doing it. that was like best places to travel to. Oh my God, this is meant to be. Because today I saw the article best places to travel to in 2020 and Galloway, Ireland was like the top thing. This is coming up in a story. We should do a retreat there and go stay at this house and see what happens. No. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. No. 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 All right, guys, I'm on board with all of it, except for the part where we have to stay at that house. I'll do a retreat. I'm not staying anywhere near that place. Yeah. And I'm surprised you want to. Hey, it seems like you need to decompress. (laughs) I do. I'm stressed. You know how you do that? How? Wine. Ding. Guys, it is time to save money on award-winning wine that you are guaranteed to love, and it's never Hell been yeah. easier than with First Leaf. Unlike other wine clubs that guess about your favorite wines, First Leaf, First Leaf uses your feedback and ratings to curate wine selections personalized to your unique tastes. They are so confident in the quality of their wine, they even have a 100% satisfaction guaranteed. That means if you're not feeling it, They're going to cover it completely, you guys. You just go on. You take a little quizzy quiz. They tell you, hey, are you adventurous or not? Do you have like preferences? Do you like these kind of wines or not? They're going to take that information and serve you up with an introductory six pack of wine customized just for you, just for $29.95. Seriously, you guys, a six pack of wine for $29.95. These wines normally go for like 20 bucks a piece. And what's amazing is you take that first quiz, but then they send you your six pack. You get to then review and rate those and they take your ratings and then they'll change your future shipments. So you're always getting wine you love, but trying out new wines that are really fun and for a great price. Mm -hmm. So you want to try First Leaf Wine Club today where they make buying great wine simple. Just sign up with our link and you'll get an exclusive intro offer of six bottles of wine for $29.95 plus free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash sip. That's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping at Mm -hmm. tryfirstleaf.com slash sip. 
Perfect. Good, good, perfect. Good. Really, that bell is. Hey, so speaking good. of sipping, this is tra- this is smooth transitions all over the place. It's because time to weigh in. It is time to give our two sips, you guys. If you have a situation, a sticky situation that you're in and you don't know what to do, or if you just want to ask us our opinion on random things, which I love, email us at youcansipwithus at gmail.com or go to our Instagram bio and click the little call button to leave us a voicemail, a nice concise voicemail in like a minute and a half or less would be great. Mm -hmm. Lay it out for us and we will give you our two sips. We got some sticky situations here, Ash. Oh, dear. Which, by the way, if you like this segment, I mean, I know it's another plug, but we do this a lot over on uh, Patreon. Yeah. And we realize it had, it's been a while since we've done it over here, but we do this a couple times a month over there. So, yeah. Okay. Hey guys, Soul Sipper here. So I wanted to get your two sips on a friendship situation or wanted to get your advice on a friendship. Specifically, when is it? In your best interest to pursue a reconciliation with a friend after you've had a fallout and what is the best to just cut your ties and move on. So my, um, I guess, ex-best friend and I, we were friends for 20 years. We're actually sisters. Our parents were married for a long time. And um, we had a fallout. um, And leading into that fallout, I had started to feel like the dynamic of our friendship had changed. It was very one-sided. Um, she, I just felt like she reached out to me when she had a crisis or needed support. Now, I never, I never communicated that to her. That's my fault. Going into our fallout, um, we had a major fallout over something that was very serious in my life. It was actually sobriety. I am a sober, sober sub squad listener and, um, she was not supportive of it. We ended up having a fallout. We attempted to meet on several occasions to talk us through, but then she kind of ghosted me. So since then, it's been a year, and sometimes I'm still tempted to reach out to her and see if we can get together to talk through it or to facilitate a reconciliation. But I'm also scared to do so because I don't want to put myself out there like I had in the past, only to be ghosted. And at this point, I'm not really sure that the friendship is something I want to continue to pursue. So just want to get your two steps on it. Thank you guys. Bye. I feel like, I mean, of all things, I don't understand how someone couldn't be supportive of someone's sobriety. Like if that's a necessary thing that she had to do. So, you know, Colin and I had a falling out, but it was kind of over something silly yeah, it's like, like young girl I mean, it was shit. feelings yeah but it was, it was important it was you know shit. but yeah but it wasn't like you know a life altering yeah thing like that it seems like you can kind i don't know for me if that person was narcissistic before and didn't really give you or your friendship the time that it deserved before unless she needed something from you or she had a crisis it seems like one of two things move on is option one or open that door again but have very low expectations Mm -hmm. and don't count on her to be the kind of friend that maybe you hoped she would be because Mm -hmm. it doesn't sound like she can she is yeah yeah what are your thoughts? Yeah, this one isn't so difficult for me to talk about mm-hmm. because normally if the sobriety factor wasn't in there, I would say, 
reconcile as mm-hmm. give it a fair shot because I think about us and I think about what if right. you, I credit you because you reached out to me and thank God you did because mm-hmm. could you imagine, you know, if you didn't no like my life is like, you are my sister. Like it's just anyway. So right. I, I go to that framework of, I wish I would have been the one to reach out and I'm just glad you did. And there was someone who wrote the other day and I thought, you know, this might not be the best for our two sips, but she was giving some, you know, basically saying, what should I do? My friend and I've had a falling out. And I said, hey, I'm going to put this in the queue for our two sips. I don't know if we're going to get to it, but reach out to your friend today, like and and make an effort because you don't want to look back at your life and wonder what if. Especially if it's over something silly. Yeah. But but in this situation and there's a lot of different reasons why people choose not to drink alcohol. And for mm-hmm. some of those reasons, it's a matter of life and death. And, you know, I've known people who've battled with sobriety. I have known people who've battled with it and have lost that and have passed away. And it is very serious. And if I don't think you should bring anyone into your life who can't support you. Yeah. And what a silly thing to not support you. This is like, if it's something that is um, an addiction for you and and that is why you are sober, regardless, really, but like you're brave for doing it and I salute you mm-hmm. and keep those influences out of your life because it's not worth it. And I'm very proud of you. And I mean, maybe you go to coffee and just see if this person has changed because there's a chance of that. You were best friends for 20 years. This was someone in your family. But do not compromise at all, especially when it comes to the people that you're choosing to have in your life and how much they will support you in a major, major part of you. Yeah. You know, that's like a non-negotiable. That's a non-negotiable. Yeah. Non-negotiable. You know what I think we should do? We should at some point maybe do like a live call in like Mm -hmm. where people we say, hey, we're going to take you. Can you call in at this time or whatever? Because I have more questions for her. And I have more questions for people a lot of times when we're doing these to find out like, is this even worth her time or is that person a total asshole? Because if she's a total narcissistic asshole and is not supporting your sobriety, especially if it's coming to, I mean, like Colleen said, regardless, but especially if it's coming to where you had an an addiction. I mean, that's a disease. And I mean, it would be like her not being supportive of my depression or someone who has cancer or something. It's like, what? That's not an option. It's, you know, it's like life or death. So yeah, I want to know more about it, but you know more. So as we're saying this, I hopefully, you know. Okay. So here's the thing. Next level our two sip segment, you guys, if you have a situation that is a little more nuanced and you would be willing to come on the podcast and talk to us about it, I need you Mm -hmm. to send me a concise email at you can sip with us at gmail.com or call us and leave us a voicemail with your email information. Explain why this situation is like something that should be aired out live and that you're willing Mm -hmm. to do it. We usually record at 8 p.m. Pacific time on a weekday evening. So you got to be game for that. Most likely a Thursday. So anyways, because yes. I think that would be cool. I think that would be rad. Let's do it. Next one comes from, I believe, someone who wanted to remain anonymous before I spill the name because I have it written down here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is another friends, another friendship situation one. 
Hey, Ash and Call, please keep this anonymous. I'm a sole sipper Patreon member. My best friend of 10 years plus has put me in an awful spot. Rewind four and a half years ago at my wedding. She was a bridesmaid, ended up getting really wasted, and at the end of the night, kissed my husband and I's really good married friend. So that would be like, I guess, me kissing John. No, it would be like John's friend. Right? Right. She immediately Mm -hmm. told me and cried for over... Well, I don't know, because you're also married. But yeah, anyway, okay. True. So it would... Okay. But it would be like if I was single and then I kissed one of John's friend. Yeah. Yeah. She immediately told me and cried for over an hour. She claimed it was a one-time thing and she was really drunk. Last Sunday, we invited people over. So this was four and a half years ago. And then fast forward to like last week, we invited people over to watch football. It just so happened that my friend and our married friend were the only ones to show up. That she Uh My friend again drank too much, but I didn't think anything of it. She now lives with her boyfriend of four years. As I was putting my son to bed, my husband caught them making out at our house. They both left in separate Ubers, but I haven't heard from her since. I can't be involved in keeping an affair secret. I'm looking for advice. Oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. That's a doozy. Little floozy with the boozy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You've had some time to think about this one. What are your thoughts? Well, I didn't really because I picked it and then I had a lot of other things to do today. So I didn't really develop any takes on it. Do you have any strong takes? Your friend is like clearly has questionable character well, and lack of he's judgment. Kissing back, yeah, right. And it's not just all so, her; it's a two way street. Okay, so I'm trying to picture it. She did, she said best friend, right? Did she say best friend? Me, I just deleted the email. I believe so. Okay, so it would be like if I were to have made out with. I don't know, one of Chris's married friends, and I was single. So her question is, what does she do? Yeah, I guess she. I mean, if it was your best friend, you would talk to your friend about it and be like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And I need answers. Is this like a relationship? I mean, at this point, it's not a mistake, obviously. No. You've done it twice now. And I'm also wondering about this other guy, you know, who's married. Well, yeah. He made out with her back. And they're friends with him. Maybe not best friends, but he was at their wedding and then he's at, you know, Sunday football games. And they can't keep their hands Mm -hmm. off each other. And who knows if it really was a four and a half year gap or not, if they just are whatever. Right. But I just think that's like super lame. Very lame. And I'm trying to picture, I don't see any scenario where this is okay. She's living with this guy. He's married. She's living with her boyfriend of four years. This is the second time she's done this. Mm -hmm. She doesn't get a pass. No, I don't. But I don't know what the friend does about it. I remember. Oh, do I remember this? I think this was real where I watched the Oprah episode and it was like someone they were talking about infidelity. And if you kiss someone, do you tell your significant other like if you like totally mess up and kiss someone? Yeah. And I thought the advice was from Oprah, I think that it was like, don't say anything if it was a one-time mistake that was just kissing or something Mm -hmm. like you have to now that's your burden to bear right right you know and you have to deal with that because if you tell them it makes you feel better but then you've just Mm -hmm. delivered the burden to them yes i've heard that before one time at a wedding wasted is one thing 
at a friend's house watching football games on a Sunday. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if these are friends you really want. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I would definitely confront your friend. I would talk to them about it. And I would just be like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. Like, don't bring this into my house. I'd be pissed. Yeah. Yes. I'm like opening up my house to you, watching football on a Sunday, making you food, doing your dishes, and you do this? Like, yeah. (laughs) Gross. Yeah. Tacky mother effers. Yeah. Get out of my house. Both of them. Yes. Yeah. Well, what does the husband think? Again, this is where we need a live call and I have so many questions. I need to know what the husband thinks. I need to know how close they are with him and her. What the hell is going on? I mean, it doesn't actually, that doesn't, I guess that doesn't really change anything. You know what I'd say? I'd say get out of my house and don't come back in until you shore this up with your significant others and deal with your life. Yeah, because you also can't be the one, like she said, held like holding this secret in. Yep. Now you put the burden on me. So don't Mm -hmm. come back until you've lifted that burden. Because I don't want to look at your face until you've figured this out. And I don't have to feel guilty every time I look at you. Right. Mic drop. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Last one. Oh, this person left a voicemail that was like kind of a... um, I don't actually didn't listen to the first one because then she left a second one saying, sorry, she messed up on the first one. And I don't know if this is going to be a short one, but I listened to this one and I thought we really need to talk about it. Okay, this is Carrie again. Colleen, I'm pretty sure you listened to all the voicemails. My apologies for what just happened. Please delete it. Um, (laughs) I love you both. You have changed my life. I mean, Mm. lash perming and tinting. Who knew? But my question is this. It is about personal development, which I know that you both rave about, maybe Ashley more so. And I'm starting to kind of get into like Rachel Hollis and Brene Brown and love them. But I'm wondering if you might want to talk specifically about how to go about not hating yourself. Um, just struggling with a lot of self-loathing and shame. Um, just about a lot of stuff. And I'm wondering if you have any advice on how to break out of that. So that's all. Love you. Love your podcast. Love Patreon. Love all the things. Thank you for being you. My first thought is I think you need to go to a therapist. Mm-hmm. If, you've, if you're dealing with like shame and self-loathing, I mean, that could be depression and potentially, you know, medicine could help. But I feel like you probably need to talk through that. I think a lot of times people carry shame and self-loathing and stuff. It's like something. And I think that that was, I've not gone to school. I don't know. So I can only speak from experience, but I feel like looking back the first time I had depression, the time where I was suicidal, I don't feel like that was a chemical thing. I feel like that was my mind spinning out. And when you get stuck in this negative cycle, it's really easy to stay there. And then it's also easy to be the victim mindset. Now, I do, I feel like I, looking back, also brought on some things because when you start to view yourself through a certain lens, that's the only way to see Mm -hmm. things. 
So like people would do things and I would take it personal. And I've been on the other side now where I've seen people who are struggling take things personal where I'm like, what? That had nothing to do with you. But I know that they struggle. And so that's the lens they're viewing the world through. So that could also be a part of what's going on with you, um, which I feel like the thing that helped pull me from that depression the last time was personal development, yes, helping other people. So my job is to help other people. But, you know, if if that's not your job, you can volunteer your time and go and do acts of service for people or animals or whatever. Um, but I also feel like part of my job was to talk to people and voice some of these things. And that really helped me. And not everyone wants to do that in a public way which is where I think therapy comes in and speaking about it. And starting with this, like that might've taken a lot of guts for you to call and leave the voicemail. And so thank you for that. But I think really unpacking some of that and those thoughts, and you'll see that they're not valid and they're not serving you and that they're not true. Yeah. Some of the things that you are carrying shame over and stuff, I would say watch the documentary from Brene Brown on Netflix she's incredible, but that's just like a taste. So then after you do that, then like read some of her books and stuff like that and dive more deeply into, but she will really make you feel more comfortable with some of those things that we, that you are carrying shame over. But I think pretty much everyone should probably have a therapist or some sort of coach or somebody who is neutral and trained in their lives. And actually I just started listening to a book, which will probably be on an upcoming episode in a rave or what you need to know section, but it's called maybe you should talk to someone Mm. and it's a therapist perspective, but it's making me think I need to find a therapist just to like have a neutral sounding board. But yeah, the mind is very powerful. So you've got to kind of attack it from all kinds of different ways mm-hmm. to get control of it, especially if you're in a negative thought cycle. Yeah. When I, I don't know if you have thoughts on that. Well, but. when I heard this voicemail, my first thought was we needed to play it because I knew you would have great advice and that was great advice. Also, when I heard like about, you know, halfway through when she asked the critical question about how do you not, how do you stop hating yourself? And my heart broke. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just want to tell you to take all of Ashley's advice. I want you to know that you are loved and this world is so much better because you're in it. And I truly mean that um, from the bottom of my heart. You are an important person. I don't even know you, but I love you back. And I want you to do just something for yourself today. And I definitely think you should go talk to someone. The main takeaway from Ashley's advice. You should definitely do that. And I want you to think of something you can do to decompress and just love yourself today. And whether that's taking a hot bath or going and getting yourself, I don't know, like a good coffee or start getting a gratitude journal and maybe just writing a couple things in there. I mean, whatever your version of just something for yourself today, I want you to do that and just treat yourself with love and kindness because you deserve it. And you're on a path right now. This is chapter in your life you're addressing it, you're starting to face it head on and you will get through it. And we love you. It's tough. Guess what else we love? Learning. (laughs) We love learning. We love learning. And on Skillshare, you guys, you can learn about everything. Like 
Literally. I mean, they probably yeah. even have mindset work, I would say. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know they have, you know, creative writing, entrepreneurial stuff, fine art, animation, photography, all the things. They also have stuff on freelance and entrepreneurship, which I feel like is, you know, brill and right up our alley. But they probably have some stuff on mindset and positivity and gratitude because they have thousands of classes. And I just mentioned a few of them, but whether you're returning to a longtime passion project that you have, you're challenging yourself to get outside of your comfort zone, or you want to explore something new, Skillshare has classes for you. Mm -hmm. Skillshare is an online community, you guys, with thousands of amazing classes. I basically like it says mention a class you want to take. If you go on to Skillshare, I dare you to name a class you don't want to take. Like for <laughs> mm-hmm. real, you guys. Like I think sometimes in life it's easy to get into a rut and it's easy to just like do the things you're good at and not really stretch yourself. And I think that's why Skillshare is so cool. No matter what stage of life you're in, you can find a class to continue to sharpen your blade and challenge your and open your mind to new horizons. And it's great to have a tool like this that makes learning easily accessible to you and on demand. So you guys, join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering You Can Sip With Us listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash sip. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash sip to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash sip. Okay. I just want to say I went in, I went to Skillshare, I typed in depression Ooh. 712 results came back. Things like how to overcome anxiety and depression naturally, five, st- five strategies for sustainable wellness, mood and food, how to relieve severe stress, anxiety and depression naturally, create a perfect morning routine, awesome. mindfulness meditation for mental health. So yes, they have everything for everyone. Oh, that was loud. Okay. Time to... Rant. Yeah, it was. You got brave. And you rave. got ballsy. And rave. Boo. Boo. And woo. Okay, I also would like people, we need to put a poll up because we're at an hour and six minutes. We need to ask, like, do people, I we feel like we need to keep these under an hour. Yeah. Is that true? We need to ask people. Yeah. Except for I'm afraid of the answer. But I feel like maybe we give them like, you know, between 45 minutes and an hour or an hour and 15. Those are the two options they get. Yeah. We can't really get it shorter than 45 minutes. And then minutes, it's like, if it's shorter, what do we take away you know, right. Tell us that. Right. If you answer 45 minutes, tell us what you want in a power pack 45 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Cool. So you want to go first yeah. on your rant rave? or wait. Rant? <laughs> okay. Also, you guys, one of our future episodes is going to be called the great rant where we're going to spend oh. an entire yes. episode with your rants. Mm -hmm. And every time we do a rant and rave, people will like already message us their rants, but I want a whole hour, 45 minutes Mm -hmm. to an hour, 15, whatever you guys decide you want. But email us. We've already said the email a million times. Call us, leave a concise, a minute and a half or less of the (laughs) thing that pisses you off. And we're going to have a whole, I can't wait for it. We're going to have a whole episode. It's going to be fun. The great rant coming up. So do that soon because we're probably going to do that like early November. My rant right now 
have dip on my nails. I'm probably like a, oh, yeah. a week and a half in on dip. I'm all about the dip. And I want to know later, Ash is going to talk about. That's also great news because I feel like dip didn't used to really be in Portland. It's everywhere now. That's great. It is great. Dip is way better, I feel like, than gel. Well, I remember when you were getting it, I had to call around to see who would do it. Yeah. And now it's like everywhere. They're like, oh, yeah, we do it. And I'm like, well, you didn't like a couple months ago. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Don't get so aggressive with me. Yeah. But dip lasts a long time, which is great, Mm. except Mm. for the fact that my nails start to get real long and I'm okay with the grow out. Like I let my nails get really, really long until I get pissed off enough to do something about it. And what usually triggers my pissed offness is things like earlier, you guys actually got something stuck in her eye over on Patreon. Is oh, it still God. in your eye? No, it's cleared. I don't know. Okay. Well, for like an hour and a half, it was mm-hmm. in there because I saw mm-hmm. you rubbing your eye at the top of this episode. Oh, yeah. But like oh, yeah. it was there. trying to use your finger when you have a long nail to get something out of your eye is a hazard impossible. That's it's a hazard. It's an accident waiting to and happen. And I kept thinking about that time you scratched your eye and you said it was the most painful thing you've ever gone through. I thought, am I about to do this to myself? You were it's very scary. knocking on the door of pain. A lot of pain. The <laughs> um, there is like a little lip chap pot, you know, like a little uh, tube. Chapstick. Cha- but it's not yep. a stick. It's a pot that I unscrew. No, right, yeah. And I go every night to like swoop my finger in it to put a little on my lips. Yeah. And it's super annoying because I try and put my finger horizontal, parallel, and then like rub. Yeah. But it doesn't matter when my nails get this long because certainly like every single time, nine times out of yep. ten, Every single time, nine times out of ten, <laughs> a big chunk of lip putty will end up in between my fingernails and my skin, and then I have to take fifty percent uh, of the time. It does it every time, <laughs> and then I've got to get my other hand and insert the other <laughs> nail into the opposite hand no, nail, no. scrape it out, then wipe my hand across the nail that then used to like scoop it out and then put that remaining part on my lips. Yeah. It's also come up with nipple cream because I still use that and it's in also anything with pots. Yeah. In a pot. Yeah. It's just, and then also like picking up Ben, you know, like his little baby skin. If my nails are too long, trying to like get in between his armpits and his mm -hmm. waist hazard. Waiting it's to a happen. hazard, especially like you gave him a bath tonight. Yeah. He's got no protection between his skin and your nails. Yeah. He's just bare skinned and is very precarious. Pots of lotion. That's actually why I switched my ring because I was scratching the shit out of it. Oh, that's starting to so, happen with Ben. Yeah. With my ring. Very, I know. I got to turn it around. So you've got so many hazards on you. Oh, right God. Now, he's in the stage right hands. now where he's taking my hands and trying to stick my hands in his mouth. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, don't do it, buddy, because he's like gumming down <laughs> hard. Do it, and it's like hard nails. Yeah. I'm like, this is not. You're going to yeah. slice your gums. Yeah. You know? Slice your gums with my talons. Yeah. Absolutely. So, anyway, guys, it's just, it's that constant annoyance. It's like when you need to get your hair done and it goes yeah. on for too, far too long. And every, every day you're like, oh, I got to do something with my hair. You know, yeah. I'm in that stage with oh, my yeah. nails. And there's consequences, you know, for not being on top there's of it. What's major your rant? Consequences. I feel like I've also had this one before, but I'm just going to keep doing as things come up and they piss me off. But mm, good. this is actually part of my rave, which will come in a minute. But I've been at, back out walking and 
that means that I've been reminded of how many asshole pet owners there are mm. who don't pick up after their animals. God. It's just turd so city annoying. out there all over the place. Some of them are right in the middle of the sidewalk mm. and some of them are just off, but they're, I see them in people's yards. No. I see people in their front yard who have like dried up dog. And it's not like, like you can tell it's not like it's not like the front yard is where their their dog is using to go to the restroom. It's like someone was walking their dog, let their dog poop in their neighbor's yard and then just decided I'm not going to pick that up. I'll just leave that. Oh, if you are a dog owner and you don't pick up after your animals, shame on you. Shame. It is so infuriating to me Rude. and is so irresponsible. Like, get it together. Mm -hmm. everybody that doesn't yeah. pick up after the their animals. The other day we were on a walk around the neighborhood and I had to jump over a turd. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't really look in front of you that often and until it's think, almost oh, too late. there's going to be a turd right there under my foot. Yeah. You know what's worse than barely missing a turd is stepping in a turd. That's the worst. That's the worst of Trying all Trying to time. get that out of your shoes? Because turd... Nightmare. Nothing mushes in your shoes oh, and little cracks let's not talk about like that, turd. Actually. Well... This is this is the danger that yeah. people who aren't picking up after their pets. Yep. It's gross. And then you're also ruining shoes left and right. Because do you ever like I try and like get a, a butter knife? Oh god. And, like, and then you can never use that out. knife again. You're squishing your shoes on the grass. That oh yeah. Do and you're trying like, to what slosh it around. Just hey, maybe the grass will take this out. No, it's not no. going to. It's there. Nothing and then you gotta take, take it to it the out. hose. So you got poop flying everywhere and then your <laughs> shoes all soaking, you know? Yeah. It's like what and if you're you like, you know what? Picked it up. I'm gonna let this dry, and then maybe it'll just oh yeah, maybe it'll come out the right next out. time. Yeah. Let me wait a hundred years for poop to dry. Right. So then you never get to wear those shoes again. They're gone. You may as well throw them in the garbage. You step in poop, yeah. throw them in the garbage, burn them. <laughs> yeah, burn them. And also, <laughs> next time if you're not gonna pick up after your animal, leave your business card next to it, so I can come burn your business down too. I'll put my shoes <laughs> inside your building and burn it down. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'll just go. You know, that that really takes flaming pile of dog shit to a whole nother a whole level. New level. Whole new level. Okay. All right. Rave. I'm gonna rave. Are you on Nextdoor, the app? No. Oh my seems God. like a gigantic waste of time, you but you're about to rave about missing it. out. It was okay. actually a rant for a long time. It's just on the list of like, let me cycle through this. Yeah. And then one day I was like, I'm going to delete this and I moved it into the <laughs> rave right column down. because mm -hmm. let me tell you, there's nothing more entertaining than posts on Nextdoor. So Nextdoor oh is an gosh. app that you can like sign up, prove where you live, and then you're connected up to all your neighbors. Like, you know, you don't have to Facebook friend. I'm not on Facebook yeah. anymore. We don't have to, like, you don't have to like find people to friend. You're just automatically thrown into a pit with everybody around you, like in the same zip code. And the Brilliant. things that come up and the engagement like the comment threads on these posts is actual gold <laughs> i go on there every night and i just surf it like what can oh, i find because it's so every night and i laugh and i laugh and i laugh and also i want to rave about it because a lot of missing dogs have been found like if i oh. ever miss if one of my dogs ever goes missing you go on next door and you'll find like not you won't find really? it every time but like people really like crowdsource around dogs and it's really good but People like so I wrote down some of my fa my favorite things like people will take pictures of random shit that they like I don't know where they find it but the, the subject will be like what is this like <laughs> you know like and then people uh -huh. will like 
all kinds of things or like a sound will happen in the neighborhood and they're like what was that you know and then (laughs) boom like all these things like someone found a goat the other day like I live in a major suburban area like yeah and people like found by farms go there was a uh one that was like hey anybody play pinnacle you know or whatever and like all the and like connecting people to just play pinnacle and I think I like the way you say that pinnacle if you guys are on next door and you see funny af next door posts and comments like really 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 funny yeah will you screenshot them and email them to me don't instagram me because it's very hard to keep track of that in email i have folders and stuff that's way easier but like could you guys so that we could bring these as like funny things every once in a while because next door shit is gold it is so funny it is so good that's my rave thank you for the nightly laughter next door wow you're committed nightly looking it up yeah i think if you get some good ones we can also add them to instagram stories like if we start getting a lot because that's great you know that's a good call and then that's it can a be a call. highlight on our thing because yeah. you know there's like those accounts that's like texts from your ex or like yeah. things your neighbor or the neighbors from hell or whatever there's like instagram accounts and i always think those are so funny also texts that you meant to send to someone but you accidentally sent them to some oh. someone else or like auto corrected things oh. or like kids getting a hold of your phone and sending the yeah. wrong things we could do a whole segment on that. I have the funniest story yeah. to share about that. That happened to Kelly and Chris one time. So that should be a whole oh, segment too. Yeah. So email us screenshots yeah. with your funnies on that and we'll we'll future episode that out. Yeah. You guys that, have a lot yeah. of homework. Because we do have... Your, yeah. We're, but remember, we're, we got to stack some. We got to start in January when you come to visit. We're going to pre... We're going to record some, have them in the bank for when the baby comes. So we got to have yeah. a lot of these, you know, things yeah. in the bank. Yeah. Send so, us anyway. And also send us segment ideas or things you want to hear full episodes about. Because yes. we're going to be doing all kinds of recording soon. All right. Yeah. Rave to okay. me. And we're going to wrap this up. My rave is just, I know we're way over. Again. My rave is just that things are cooling down in Arizona and I'm able yeah. to get back to my walks. And I forgot how soul healing those walks are. Mm-hmm. It is been, I mean, I am on Zoloft, which I gave an update over on Patreon, but I'm feeling so much better. But I've also coinciding with Zoloft have been making it an intention to get out every day and walking for like 45 minutes to an hour with Roca and personal development. And, uh, it is just so great. It is that just being outside in the forward motion, man, it's so good. So again, highly recommend it, but that I forget was really a part of kind of my meditation and filling my cup back up. And call talked about this over on Patreon too, that shit was hitting the fan and she was like, you know what? I can't do this. I go take a walk and then you felt so much better when you got back. Mm-hmm. Those it's just amazing. It really is like kind of a cure for a lot of things. Cure for what else, yeah, you know? Yeah. So getting back to that and that feels really good. There's nothing that beats Arizona in the oh, fall. Yeah. No. I can't wait to get out there. Well, spring's pretty good too. Yeah. Well, you know, like anytime not summer. Yeah, There's anytime not that summer. Summer is Arizona a nightmare other than when May it will kill you. September is very difficult but october yeah. through <laughs> april prime time baby nothing beats it yeah. prime time nothing beats if you, it if you live to see it it's gonna be great right right yeah. right if you don't Let's get melt. the hell out 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. We love right, you. Guys. Seriously. Ash, yes, I love you. you. I was looking forward you. to these hours just talking. The Without this pod, this wouldn't happen, like with you. No. That's what this is all about. So Yeah. So thanks for caring, guys. Thanks for listening. Rate, subscribe, review. Come over to Patreon. We've already plugged that way. Send too us much all this your episode. ideas. Send us everything. We're Send really, us. We're relying on you for you. content to keep this podcast going. Okay. While you're at it, mail us a check. Okay. <laughs> send us your send us all the things. Send us some booze. Hey, did we mention we love you? Yeah, you can sip you. with us always. We always. will see, see you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We sign same, me up. Same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad-free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm -hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.